When you discovered the law of attraction, you started to believe anything was possible. Life got better, much better. Now you want more, but it's not working. That's where the Manifest It Now show comes in. If you've been waiting for someone who can teach you the practical application to manifest quicker and easier while having more, turn the volume up because the dynamic duo, Cassie Parks and Ginny Gain, are ready to teach you how to live the law of attraction like they do. It's time to laugh and learn. Hello, and welcome to another episode of Manifest It Now. I'm here with Cassie Parks. And from her new RV, <laughs> living on the water, I'm here with Jenny Gaines. Oh, man, that's awesome. I love that you <laughs> did that. That was going to be my awesome. I mean, that is my awesome, is that I'm just so excited. I'm recording my very first episode in my new full-time living RV, looking at the water, and it's awesome. Oh, my gosh. Amazing. Yeah. Um, yeah. Let's do... Like- I'm going to throw this on you, but let's do a bonus episode of like manifesting this lifestyle because it's always been a dream of mine and I had a taste of it about like six, seven years ago. And since then, and I'd love to talk about all the pieces of this manifestation for me. Yeah, I would love that. That's so fun. And I mean, when you were living that lifestyle is when we got to meet in person for the first time. I know. That's so true. (laughs) Yeah. I love it. So awesome. What are you excited about, Cass? Oh, man. Um, I like so many things. I was thinking before we started recording earlier today, like, what am I excited about today? I think just that everything feels good and is flowing and um, growing. And in terms of my relationship, you know, I'm finding this fits more into our next um, series on relationships. But, you know, there's so many things that you can become aware of when you're in a relationship um, that like maybe you didn't, that you didn't know was that was there. Um, Amen. <laughs> yeah. And I'm just like this week I was like, Whoa, like that's interesting. Like there is something that happened and I could, and once I got through it and I stepped back, I'm like, huh, I don't think this was all about that. (laughs) And, Uh. and just that having that awareness and again, like being thankful that I did all the things that you and I talk about in this so that I, I wasn't like, I was so me and as clean as possible getting into this relationship so that I can now see those things that I want to change or let go of or the opportunities that, Oh, I didn't know that was still there. Like I didn't even know that not still there for my past. I didn't know that was a thing. And like, mm-hmm. I can work on that, you know? Mm-hmm. Would you say that a big part of the path of manifesting a relationship is as I'm coming up with this question, it's going to be an obvious answer, but is becoming and getting yourself ready for the relationship. Yes. Yeah. I just wanted to highlight that because I think as on this path, sometimes we're so focused on getting the thing. We forget that we're actually – The purpose of wanting the thing, which is that person in the relationship, is in fact 
getting ready for it. And all the experiences you're calling in on your way to that thing are getting you ready for it. And you can trust everything that comes. Yes. And I, the more ready you are, like, and I think ready is relative and it gets used in interesting ways. Right. Mm -hmm. Because so many times people are like, Oh, I'm ready. Like I'm ready universe. Like I, uh, I'm totally ready. Send it. And I, I hear people right. when they're like, oh, I told the universe I'm ready. And I'm like, you actually don't know when you're ready. I mean, you well, know when there's nothing left to do. Right. But right. I think readiness is something that until you're like, oh, I needed that. You know, there can be nothing left to do but live in the moment, live your life continuing to grow. Um, but I don't know that we fully know, and this is based on my experience, like, yeah. oh, I'm ready. I think I, I knew when there wasn't anything to do. So good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And the more, the thing I want to say about this is that so many people get caught up in how long it takes. How, mm -hmm. Like, why is my person here? How long is this taking? And it's a gift because you have to learn that if you truly Truly, truly, and I assume that our listeners, like you want a relationship that supports your expansion and your growth and you're creating everything you dream of, right? If you want that and that is what you're attracting and when you want that and you're working towards that, right? There is, there's, there's work to be done and not like hard, like sometimes it's hard, but, um, this time that you get where your person isn't here to really be conscious of your choices before you have someone else's energy is huge. Um, and you're either going to have to do the work now or once you get inside the relationship. And if you do it now, if you embrace this space that you have by yourself, if your relationship isn't here yet, you get to do so much bigger work once you get in the relationship. Like you, you've created this huge opening and path to, and by work, I mean growth and the things that lead to even more of what you want and creation. Um, but if you do that now, if you take advantage of this space where your person's not here, um, you're just going to create a deeper relationship, richer relationship when your person is here. 100%. I'm just like smiling over here because I remember in our program, Awaken Your Truth, a lot of the work we do is like opening to release the unconscious things that are, you know, are in you, but we don't aren't always aware of, like you were just mentioning. And one of the women was like on a call and she was uh, single. Then there was a group of people who were partnered. And she was like, I am, I don't know how you guys do it. She's like, I am so glad I haven't manifested my person yet because I don't know how, like, it, it would be so much harder, like, with just me in my own head, never mind someone else's energy and all their things coming into the relationship. So it's very, very true. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I am so grateful for the length of time I had <laughs> me to too. Like, get clear on me. So yeah. that I can show up the way fully the way that I want and and then still grow to show up fully the way that I want. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say it doesn't end. It definitely doesn't mm -hmm. end. Um, coming back to readiness for a second, because I think it's so, so important. The ready, being ready doesn't mean we're done. 
It's not being ready is like, I'm ready for what's next. And so I think it's actually really powerful to say, I'm ready. And you can say, I'm ready for my relationship. And what's going to show up is whatever you need to learn probably in order for the next step towards the relationship. It might not mean, so if the relationship isn't fully here, it's, you're not ready. That's it. That's the, the only way to know you're ready is when it's here. That's mm-hmm. how I think that's how we know we're ready. Oh, it's here. Yeah. <laughs> Anything before you're claiming your readiness for the path, you're claiming your readiness for the opening and for whatever becoming is going to lead you to what you want. And so that feels powerful. I love that you're saying that because I think that most people, when they use the term I'm ready or not, that's not what they're saying yes to, right? Mm, They're not. And so when something shows up that they need to grow through, that's not the way they're looking at it, which is the way that is going to empower you. When you look, when you say that I'm ready for that next step, like it, or, you know, if you're, when you're saying I'm ready, it means for the next step. But I think most people don't see that. And so when that next step isn't their person or is a learning lesson or is a crash and burn heartache, which sometimes happens right before your person, um, they don't, they don't see it like that. And then it was like, well, I was, and so what they do, because they were like, I was ready. ready, Right. And they get this thing that isn't, isn't it. Then they go back down that whole, like, what am I doing wrong? What is this? What is, what is that? I totally did that. (laughs) (laughs) This, my knowing and understanding of readiness has drastically evolved. (laughs) I mean, evolved since I started doing this. (laughs) Yeah, I, did, I, I used to it. say I'm ready and, and think I was ready for the thing, like for the full realization yes. of the manifestation. And now yeah. I know we're never done being ready. We're just ready for whatever's next. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, which is so like when you when you surrender to that, like what's next? Like I'm not in control of when I'm ready for the thing, right? I can just Whoa, control being ready for the next thing. let's talk about that. you're not in control what do you mean Cass you're not in control like because I can't of being ready for the next thing no so I I am in control of being ready for the next thing okay I'm not in control of like being ready for the thing yes right so uh, let's use step right I'm not in control of being ready for the thing but I am in control of being ready for the next step and when I can surrender that I'm just ready for the next step when it shows up and ready for the next step. Like eventually that step is going to be the thing, but I'm not in control of when I'm ready for the thing because I don't, I don't know the outside things that are being created. I don't know maybe what I need to be ready for in order to welcome that relationship. You know, I can't know it all. How do you know though if you're getting, so when you say I'm, I'm ready for, I know I'm ready for the next thing and then the next thing, but how do you know those things are leading to what you want? What if it just feels like one disaster after another, one problem after another? Mm, first, I think it's the way we're looking at that, right? Mm-hmm. If we're calling it a disaster, a problem, what we're usually tying it to, people are usually tying it to it not working instead of how did I grow through this? What did this enable me 
to feel or let go of, right? Like if I had, uh, we talked about this, I know in the feeling episode, uh, you know, if I had looked at a major heartbreak as um, a disaster instead of this beautiful opportunity to have felt this very deep connection and to feel the grief of that deep connection, like I... I would have been creating more disasters, but instead, because I could see this was part of it. This was part of my opening. This was the next step. Um, and it helped a little. I actually, I didn't ask for the heartbreak, but I asked for the bigness of that. Mm -hmm. Um, like then if, if I had seen it as a disaster, I would have been creating more disasters, but because I was in a place where I'm doing the things that we talk about, I could see that as the opening. I could see that as part of the process. You learned how to feel. Yes. Like you like you got to experience the opportunity to feel and feel deeply. And yes. that's a big, big part of what you were creating. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it was that readiness. I also, I talked about this and that, like that feeling was a release of past stuff. I could not mm -hmm. be with my partner now if I hadn't done the amount of feeling I did then, which I don't think was only about that person, that guy, right? right? I think it was, it was 20 years of relationship stuff being felt mm -hmm. just like had his name on it. <laughs> but when I, once I got away from it, it wasn't all about him. Right. I'm loving this conversation about readiness, surrender. Let's just keep going. Let's save start small for next week. Let's do it. Uh, that's amazing. That's exactly <laughs> what I wanted to do. Um, okay. All right. So um, I, I want to remember the exact question because I'd love you to answer. Like, how do mm -hmm. you know? How do you know that if I give you that same question you gave me, mm -hmm. that that it's it's creating and not just being disaster after disaster. How do you know that? Like, what would well, your answer be to what started, you asked me? I, I almost want to answer this from how, like, maybe I was thinking about it five years ago versus yes. how I am now. Okay. Please do. Yeah. So five years ago, how I knew my path, like, it wasn't just problem after problem is, well, the honest answer is I didn't know all the time. And so I did go into what am I doing wrong? Why haven't I met my person? What did I do wrong? I, I actually always, not always, I often thought I was the problem if there was a breakup. Okay. Uh, so, and that was old fears playing out. That, that was what I know now is my own fear, like underlying of not being good enough. That's how it came out is me taking on the blame for something that didn't appear to something that appeared to be going wrong. So back then how I knew to that I was getting it that things were still moving forward and things weren't a problem is cuz I believe that we have experiences for the experiences. Like we have manifestations and especially relationships for the experience. And I always grew so much in the experience and I always knew how to find, like to reflect back and see how I grew through it. So that 
if I could acknowledge how I was growing, then I know, then I could identify and say, okay, I'm on my path because I know that the more I am myself, the more I am my authentic self, I get to, I'm going to match up with my partner. Mm-hmm. And so it was just learning, learning how to, to do that. Be your authentic self. Be my authentic self. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's, there's two things I want to point out here for listeners. Number one is that uh, you said four years ago. So you all heard Jenny. Like it wasn't like she's walking around not feeling worthy of all the things all the time. Right. And I, I want to point that out because I think for people, sometimes they're like, well, I'm confident in this area. And it's not that we need to go looking if we're worthy or not. But I just want to point out how worthy you were of amazing things. And yet that was still an underlying thing. And you couldn't have dug around and found that mm-hmm. it, it was through the process of doing all of these things and showing up and moving forward that now you're like, Oh, that's what it was. Like there probably yes. was a decision, right? So there, when you say that, and speaking of getting ready, there was many, many, many times I would claim, okay, I'm ready on my path. And it, I knew I was ready for whatever I needed next. And I didn't know what that was. And I still do that. <laughs> like <laughs> Now I still really practice this. So yes, in the midst of amazing things and feeling empowered and feeling full and feeling really amazing in every I, w- I mean, I would say every area, there was still more levels of that. Mm-hmm. And I still think exactly where I am today, there's still more levels I don't know of just fullness and love and life and all of it. Yeah. And as you were talking, it came because I was like, did I have this experience? I think that I had it a little more with the like... um beginning of my relationship. Like Mm, there was some worthiness stuff that came up that I had to, I had to choose. I had to own, I had to decide like, yes. And I had to feel, I had to feel first, like the unworthiness. I might not have labeled it at that moment, but now having this conversation, I can see that. Mm -hmm. Um, I had to feel that without labeling it. And then I had to choose like, and maybe the words I didn't choose where I'm worthy of this or that, but I had to keep choosing like, yes, this is what I want, which in essence, when we choose what we want and we move forward in that, we own that, like we are saying we're worthy. So worthiness doesn't always look like I'm worthy of this amazing relationship, right? It's, a lot of times choosing saying yes, and that indicates we are worthy and then we become worthy. I, I love that you pointed that out. It's, we get to claim and own our worthiness or our value in our choices and our behavior. Mm-hmm. So it, that's how we like own it. That's how we step into it. That's the, the claiming the vibration of it is by when something comes across our plate. So for me, it was, um, the one that's coming to mind is a relationship where it was so many things. Actually, there was a a number, a couple of relationships where there were so many things I loved and so many things that were so awesome and amazing, but it wasn't everything. 
It wasn't everything. And so that took a lot for me to grow and step into to say and get to claim, okay, okay, I can have it all. Like I, it is the, everything I want is meant for me, but I had to claim that with something that was really amazing right in front of me and let yes. that go. Yes. <sighs> yes. Oh, Brings up all amazing. the emotion. I love it. Uh, I know. <laughs> oh, it's so beautiful and wonderful. And I love that you shared that. Yeah. And I want to come back to my like second point because I just want to say this for whoever needs to hear it. You know, um, we were talking about, and Jenny, you had said, like, I, I often went back, like, what am I doing wrong when it's disaster after disaster? What I want to say to somebody who really feels like they're in disaster after disaster, um, you're in the right place. And if you start, like, if this is your first episode, go back, follow the LOA Manifest It Now Way steps for relationships, and you will start to undo like you'll start to see it as that growth instead of a disaster. And yeah. if you do still feel like, oh, it's just like, I keep repeating the same thing, then that is your clue to look at it. And I can almost guarantee if you think you're repeating the same pattern, it comes back to what we talked about earlier is not owning your authentic self. Like if you really get in those relationships or disasters, I bet you can go back to moments where you, where you started shrinking or you started lessening who you are and not giving showing up, a up part as your of yourself. Yes. Giving up, yes. Yes. For that. And that might be the pattern. Um, but it's, it's not about fixing, not giving up. It's always about choosing like, this is it. This is it. This is what I'm ready to choose. Yes. Mm -hmm. For me. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Did we complete? Uh, like I don't the, know. There's, there was something I wanted. There's just something else yeah. kind of I wanted to. I just don't know what it is exactly right now. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. Well, we can like kind of review as that yes. comes to you, right? Yes. So being ready, we when we're ready, it will be here. Like what, mm -hmm. what we need to focus on, what you need to focus on, um, especially a manifesting relationship is being ready for the next step and being open that if you, it, it is a trust in, in two episodes, we're going to talk about trust, but, um, trusting that if you're doing this work, right. And our list, like if you're a new listener, awesome. We're so glad you're here. Like I would highly recommend listening to this whole relationship series and doing it like a course. That's our intention for you is that this is like a step-by-step -step. we're giving you a course. Um, and if you've been here a while, you are probably already been doing a lot of these things. We're just bringing them into consciousness and a little more awareness, a little more conscious choice on them. But I think what I want you to remember about that is that you, you are creating, like you get to trust what shows up next and you get to trust the next thing that shows up and you get to trust the inspiration that follows because you are doing the work. Mm -hmm. I remembered what it was when you were talking about if someone's listening and they're feeling like it's failed relationship after failed relationship. I think the number one thing is under is acknowledging like that 
about the path, that this path is here for me, that it's not about getting to the relationship. This is actually about me becoming this woman, I w- person I want to be. And then immediately after that, releasing whatever blame is there about why I haven't got there yet. Right. So it, that's mm-hmm. such a big opening in this is saying, okay, this is the purpose, the primary purpose of me wanting this relationship is so that I, it's calling me so I can become this person I want to be. And the only way to move forward smoothly on this path is to honor where I'm at with full acceptance. So you can't move forward with blame. You can't move forward with judgment. You cannot manifest your person if you're judging and blaming where you are or why you have like all those things. That's what I want to say. Yay. (laughs) And here's just a shift. If this supports anyone on that, like I I don't think there are failed relationships. I think there are relationships that are not a match. Yeah. And it's likely that you will find if you're really clear about your match, it's likely you're going to find some non matches along the way. Oh, I love that. You know, like, (laughs) yeah, it's you created it. And the fact that it's not a match is a good thing because it means you didn't settle. You didn't stay there. You didn't force it. Like if it, it didn't fail, it just didn't match. Yes. Love it. Well, I'm already excited to talk about next episode because this is a perfect lead in. (laughs) Yes. Amazing. Me too. Awesome. Well, we will see you guys next week. Bye. Go be awesome. Thank you for joining us on the Manifest It Now show, where you learn how to leverage the law of attraction to manifest your dreams. Now that you're inspired, share the love and review us on iTunes. While you're there, remember to subscribe.